Welcome to the very last episode of our very first season yes. of a mommy cast we did it we made it guys Woo-hoo. season one and we have wonderful news about our upcoming brunch the brunch the brunch the brunch of the year the pre-mother's day brunch yes it is pre-mother's day the day before mother's day don't show up on mother's day because yeah, we won't be, be disappointed <laughs> but we are expecting a lot of great giveaways yes we will have unlimited mimosas and bellinis yes and it's a full buffet guys full buffet full buffet it's gonna be delicious yummy food yeah so if you're in town um for those of you who are not in the nyc area i know we have a lot of out of town listeners um it is in long island city which is queens it's right right across the bridge if you want to know more information or get your tickets you can go to our site amamicast.com forward slash events and it's listed right there or on our facebook page amamicast Anywhere you see our faces, <laughs> you can get yourself a ticket. Yes. Be there, be square. Yes. It's going to be fun, guys, but I'm really excited about that. Yes. To be honest. And, and speaking of the brunch, our, our guest, she is a part of our brunch. Her name is Janelle. Janelle is our caterer for the brunch. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Hey, welcome. Thank you for coming. I really, really appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, just for some background for our listeners, yes, we are here back at my in-laws. Um, and and Janelle came from awake a to be here right after. So, yes. yeah, we really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. We do appreciate yes. it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Of course. Now, I want to know, how did you guys meet? Yes, this is an interesting story. And that's <laughs> kind of why we're here. Well, why we asked her to be here. Um, so Janelle is technically the godmommy of my baby Chase. Um, her late husband was a client of mine. Um, and we, you know, he was not just a client to me. He was a great friend. We, you know, we spoke every day for like the course of us working together for like three years. And needless to say, I never met his wife. I knew of her. I felt like I met her, um, but we we never met. And it wasn't until the day that he passed, um, well, not day he passed, um, the day of the funeral, excuse me, that we met in person. And ever since then, Janelle, instead of me comforting her, she's been the one to comfort me. And that's kind of why I wanted her to be on the show to talk about not just her story, but how, you know, how she and her family has been coping and how how she can, you know, give her best advice to other families going through the loss of a parent. So explain your story a little bit, you know, just from um, and let everyone know kind of what you've been dealing with, not just as a widow, but as, you know, as with your family for the past how long has it been now almost three, almost three years. three years yeah it'll be three years in may mm. doesn't feel like it it yeah. still feels like yesterday but yep most definitely we're going on three years how have you been coping how's it being that one person that your kids have to lean on knowing that you know they lost a parent um you know at times it can be difficult um i'm pretty much used to being the main parent because he was always on the road understandable um, yeah so i'm kind of used to juggling everything on my own but it's just like now knowing that there's definitely like 
no dad there to call and to see when he's available to cut me some slack so I can get things done. You know, it it, it can be a little stressful sometimes, but I thank God that I do have a, a strong support system with my family. I have my sisters, mm-hmm. you know, I have friends who are always there for me. They've been there for me since day yes, one. Shout out to TT Jess over here. She's in the room. <laughs> and yes, anytime you see Janelle, you, yes. see, you see Jess and, th- and that, that sisterhood is that strong. Is, that's that an amazing that, sister. That's yes. my sister, my personal assistant, <laughs> everything. to work. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, yes. to work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But, you know, it's it's been a journey that has taught me a lot. Um, it has definitely made me stronger. Mm-hmm. It has definitely tested my faith, my strength, everything. Because, you know since i i feel like since it all happened like i never got the chance to really mourn and go mm-hmm. into a depression phase or like shut everybody out because like literally you from the very beginning there was just so much to take over right um you know with his businesses and his music and everything he already has set in place i felt like it was my job as his wife to make sure that everything he had worked hard for still played out the way he wanted it to um so it was like literally just went straight to it interviews video shoots everything i mean only what three weeks later we were shooting on your body video i I feel like you literally had to learn the business in that course of a month say not even because you know shout out to biggs biggs is uh chinks's manager and you know a friend of ours and you know i i don't i want to say i was in the mix of it but you definitely were thrown straight into it you became you know you're managing like your own sanity one Mm -hmm. you know your children and their emotions and then now you're taking on a full business too and and have to have that clear mind and that's why you know you i see on your social media everyone saying you know oh you know you're so strong and don't know but they don't see the half of yeah. it they see what's yeah. on social and you have to be that and it was like how how i just like what you're saying about you not being able to break down it's okay yeah yes that that is janelle's niece in the background <laughs> i mean so it cute. is a mommy's cast uh, yes. so we got mommies in the house <laughs> yes we love it she's so cute <laughs> little yeah, Gigi, so she, she she makes her presence very felt. Oh, yeah, wants yeah. you to know that She's she like, is here. Don't forget about me. I'm here too. It's very demanding. <laughs> yes. But so yeah, how did you? How did you just? You know what? Put, put your emotions to the side, if you will. I did. Um, I I did literally have to throw myself in and learn the business. I had like I had no dealings when it came to his music, mm-hmm. so everything was brand new to me like i didn't know what mix and master was i didn't know about clearing records i didn't Mm -hmm. know you know i literally had to sit there at the label and have meetings with them on deadlines for songs and how radio plays work and spins and uh, it's a lot of it was so much and it was just like okay I, I want to know this. I want to be filled in because I need to know what I'm dealing with. I need mm-hmm. to know that as it's going along, it's being done right. Yeah. So I appreciate everybody who, you know, was around at that time. Biggs, the label mates, um, 
or all the insiders, mm-hmm. if I might say that, <laughs> gave me pointers on how things were done and just made sure that, you know, th- everything was done to my best interest. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was definitely a lot of work. Yes. And talking about a lot of work, I know that you started your own catering business. What pushed or motivated you to add more work to the work <laughs> you already have going on? Well, it's funny because when my husband had passed away, I was actually working for Time Warner. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved my job because I love customer service. That's what I do. I like to talk to people. I like to help people. And unfortunately, like probably the next year, around February, they had laid everyone off from right. the company that I was working for, which was a, you know, a third-party company. Yeah. So I decided at that moment, like, I'm going to go back to school. <clears throat> This was something that I've been wanting to do. Yeah, this is something that I've been wanting to do for years was pursue a college education. But I just, it was always either work Mm -hmm. or go to school. Yeah, it was hard to do both because the kids were still smaller. Mm -hmm. Being that they're now more independent, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to school before. And how old are they for the for the? Well, now my oldest daughter Kayla, she's going to be 18 Mm -hmm. in a couple of months. Um, My middle daughter Lanisa, she just turned 14, and then my son. Lionel, he'll be eight in like two months. I so, can't believe it. That's so crazy. Yeah, I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, I have a handful. Like, I'm in college and I have a daughter getting ready to go to college. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. like, Jesus Christ, Lord, I, and, and so, I need another job. And, <laughs> and I want to talk about the kids for a minute, not in detail much about, you know, too much in your personal life, but mm-hmm. for those parents who, you know, or the, those parents out there are, deal, you know, are struggling to deal with the loss of another parent and their kids, how do you do, like, what's the average day like in the house? Like, is the, is the rule... We talk about dad a lot or we don't talk about dad a lot or like is it a case by case like a week by week basis like what is the norm in that situation what have you found comforts them and what triggers um i think it's just a case by case basis you know every times where we'll be doing something and we'll be like oh remember when dad you know whatever whatever Mm -hmm. or um we'll be somewhere and be like oh remember when we went here with that you know Mm -hmm, especially for my son because he was very young he was only Mm -hmm. four when he passed away so for me i tried to remind him all the time like you know your dad used to do that or Mm you just like because he does so much that's so similar to him and it's just like wow because a lot of things he doesn't remember Mm -hmm. you know so and it's not like he actually is around to see him do certain things like he's a comedian he's he has this rapping thing where he raps everything he wants Aww. like he turns it into a song he got the goofy dancing and i'm just like you are such a father's child and you don't even know it like oh i cannot wait till he gets older to really be able like, to, to show him it, the yeah. videos mm-hmm. and let him listen to his music and you know we st- i still have all his belongings that i have packaged up so that when he's able to get to a certain age probably around 15 16 years old Mm -hmm. he'll be under able to understand that these are the values that his father left behind and it's up to his discretion of what he wants to do Do you guys still watch like a lot of videos like i know personally i can't watch no um me personally like i really can't listen to the music i mean Mm -hmm. like if it comes on i'll i'll embrace it you know especially when i have like chinks events yeah I, I go crazy when the music yeah. comes on and I'm all in my moments, but to like just put it on 
it's hard for me because there is a lot still a lot of emotions do you feel like that it's a it's a roller coaster like um, from my experience at first when he first passed that's all i wanted to do was listen to it and watch whatever yeah and then it got to a moment where i couldn't do it anymore i still can't i'll see a picture now like you like for those of you who follow me and have been following for a long time i will post like memories in my head for me so that I can't, I wouldn't forget them. Mm-hmm. That's what I did when my grandmother passed away at a young age. I kept retelling myself certain stories so that I wouldn't forget those moments. Like I remember what her hug felt like, what her her voice sounded like. So, cause I, I my grandmother passed when I was 10 years old. So in my mm-hmm. head, you know, that's what I kept doing. And I found myself doing the same thing with Lionel, like retelling stories yeah. so I wouldn't forget them. But now, it's hard for me to even look at a picture yeah. for too long. Like I can glance at it, but I don't want to get too much into yeah. it. And I couldn't imagine being in your shoes or the kids' shoes and having to deal with that. So like how much is too much or you let them kind of guide you? Yeah. I mean, I just kind of let them deal with it in their own ways. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I think that has helped this process is the fact that we were used to him being gone a lot, mm. you know? So, for us, that's just what it feels like. It feels like the norm. Like, oh, okay, maybe he's just in, he's in LA, LA this week mm-hmm. or he's here traveling. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, one day he'll be walking through the door and you just kind of get lost in that thought, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Like I said, it isn't until certain things remind us of him or an anniversary comes up or a birthday or Father's Day. And it's moments like that where you really... Do you have any advice to other any moms dealing with a similar situation or any dads? Like I, I've heard so many horror stories mm-hmm. about you know women, um, women that have died at childbirth and now the dad is taking on this responsibility yeah. and you know yeah. yeah. Um, for me, because you know I, I do get a lot of people that ask mm-hmm. me for advice. I mean, my inbox is constantly um, open and flooded to everyone asking me you know and and in similar situations unfortunately Mm -hmm. you'd be surprised on a daily basis how many men we are losing to the streets and leaving behind children wives girlfriends um so i i do get that and the advice that i give to them is just you know stay busy that's that has helped me through this whole thing is keeping busy and keeping positivity around me keeping people around you that um are trying to make you happy you know yeah, exactly. i have everybody who's been around me wh- whether it's friends or family we're not they're not adding drama to my life they're not dwelling on anything negative that i've been through with him or trying mm-hmm. to you know bring up negative stories and situations there's always just like a positive vibe yeah you know they're always trying to if anything distract me from having to think about certain things and having to fall into that moment of depression and i i think as as moms it's so important you know and and shout out to the dads out there too but as parents we have to continue to bring that positive energy into your yeah, house and show that smile and, yeah. and show that times. to your kids because they pick up on that yeah. right away. If I'm even remotely, yeah. you know, exactly. peed off at, at my husband, Chase picks up on that yeah. so quick and, they do. and they comes do. and hugs yeah. me. You know, they 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 they, they definitely do, and I I mm-hmm. learned that. Like you know, your children definitely feed off of your energy. So for me, that was so big because you know they're in school. They are still young and they do deal with a lot of questioning and social mm-hmm. media and yeah. f- 
for me, my biggest thing was making sure that it never got to the point where it emotionally drained them. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be to a point where they started to become unfocused and messing up in school or lashing out or, you know, some cry for attention because they felt like something was missing. Mm -hmm. So it was very important for me to get closer to them and build a different type of relationship than we had before. And in the last two years, I've had definitely built a different type of relationship with them i think me and my daughters have gotten really closer especially they're yes. getting older yeah. so it's you know and then it's one thing like you said like social media is such a big part you can't really hide things from them especially nugget mm. maybe you know a, a little bit but the girls they they know everything and so yeah. it's like you know now you, it, it's still a fine line because as much as you want to build a you know a friendship with them on a whole nother level you still, you gotta, still, be mommy. Be, you still gotta be mommy <laughs> and, and they know i don't play <laughs> i'll be on them you know and sometimes they're like oh you're so mean and, and, and it's just not that and just, let me yeah, tell you, you guys something them. like i admire their family so much you know looking from the outside and maybe it's because of the sister thing um you know toy and i um have sisters as well and so i pick up on that sister dynamic and the way you two are with your kids and all that like it's it's very admirable and inspiring Thank like you. i love that jess like jess's boy and nugget are like still kids yeah. they're like they're into kid kid stuff yeah. like you know we were at the birthday party and they're mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the that's important that's big for me and all that that's big for me even my daughter who's 17 years old mm-hmm. you know I still don't let her think that she's grown. Cause, and, you know, she pushes it like, yeah. oh, I'll be 18 in a couple months. I don't <laughs> like, care. And, and. Listen, as long as I'm still reliable for taking care of you and you're still under my roof and I'm <laughs> responsible for you yeah. and I'm paying all the bills and you're just living it up with your feet kicked up <laughs> then the rules still apply yeah. i don't care if you're 25 but if you still live here you're gonna still do what i tell you to exactly. do yeah. you know my whole thing is just that like i don't want I, I always preach to them not growing up too fast and just enjoying their youth be kids like do kid things you know mm-hmm. go yes. to the movies with your friends like dance and listen to music with each yeah. other mm-hmm. and and just have fun because it goes so fast and when you get fast. to this world called adult land oh my gosh, you cannot go turn back, back. Child. <laughs> you cannot turn back and i'm t- I, I, I preach to them all the time and they're like they get it you know and i thank god that they do still act like kids mm-hmm. you know i, I, I haven't yeah. had to chase nobody down yet <laughs> <laughs> i haven't had to go crazy on them because they know i'm I, i'm very stern mm-hmm. you know but i'm i don't overdo it to the point where they don't get to feel like they have a life yeah mm-hmm. i want them to still feel like they have some type of freedom mm-hmm you have freedom, but not privacy. That's yeah. what I say. There's no <laughs> privacy. Like, when you have your own home, you have privacy. Yeah. But here, you don't have privacy because if you don't pay attention to what your kids are doing and you're not monitoring them and you're not being in a business, mm-hmm. that's when things happen and you're yeah. like, but wait, I didn't know my kid was into that yeah. because you're not checking for not it. Checking. You know? That's right. There's it, no... Listen, yeah. they know. <laughs> yeah, it's, And I feel it, like it, social media is also one of devil. those things that can just suck them into <laughs> the this 
this world social media is the that devil. it is it, and if you're not that. on them oh my god they know i go they through their accounts i go through their inboxes you go through the dms, DMs. I, yes <laughs> i do and when i see inappropriate messages from like guys or girls I block them. And like, so I don't know if they notice that their block list gets longer and longer after I touch their phone. <laughs> but I, I, I block people every day from how their do, account. How do you deal with, because I'm sure you probably might see the people who just want to be friends with them now for certain reasons yeah. because they are, you know, a level of fame connected, if yeah. you will, right? So then how do you even deal with that? And, oh. you know, and people that want to be coming around just because they're not of, into that. Mm. they're 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 me um (laughs) like i'm very to myself uh, because you know i i've also allowed them to understand that yes people are can come off nice but sometimes Mm -hmm. people's intentions are not genuine Mm -hmm. um for me you know i've had a i've had a lot of adults come to me like oh let's hang out let's chill let's you know very popular i'm in a celebrity lifestyle and for a different type of person they'll probably be like okay great yeah. i can be like in this little circle the yeah. little it crowd and for me it's like no yeah because i never been fake so it's like i don't even know you like and, <laughs> yeah. and i feel like <laughs> sometimes, I yeah i feel like sometimes people want to get closer to me just to get the gossip like what's really been going on in your life yeah. like this and they want to talk about the situations that they see in the blogs or they saw uh. when everything so it's like and then when you know when you fall out and then it's like now they know your business and and see and you know (laughs) and it's funny that you say that because you know people find it so weird that you know that you and i had just you know met after this situation but he was so protective of you and the family like that was like we we literally could know of you but that that's it yeah because for that very same reason like he you know what i mean like definitely the protection was always there and didn't want you know any any kind of you know bombarding into your personal life like that yeah and i still try to keep it that way i'll Mm -hmm. tell i tell my children all the time be very very careful with what you post on social media you know sometimes i get it you want to express yourself you want to let your friends know what you're doing and what's going on in your Mm -hmm. life but you have to understand that you have people who do not know you from a hole in the world watching and uh picture can tell a whole different story and sometimes people can perceive it for something different mm-hmm. so it's like you know i always try to tell them like keep certain things very private like think people don't need to know what's going on in your personal life yeah. like i don't post anything personal as far as you know my my children or family drama none of that you know yeah. i post the regular you might get a picture of a <laughs> selfie or something here and there you get a you get a couple pictures of some dishes that i made and i keep it moving oh, you know the food I don't, is amazing <laughs> thank you <laughs> I, I just i try not to put too much out there because the reality is that the social media world is so cruel and everybody is so judgmental on people that they don't know they think that they can figure your whole life out from a couple of pictures Mm -hmm. and it's like you have no idea like (laughs) no idea so yeah you know i've learned to understand at this point why he lived the way that he lived why Mm -hmm. he kept certain things very private because social media is mean and it's very mm-hmm. unforgiving that that <laughs> yes. world of social media it's mean so i i now try to just carry it out the same way yeah it's easier for me it's less drama in the beginning when i started i always found myself arguing with people and feeding I into nonsense imagine. 
because I felt like I was putting too much out there. Yeah. So they were feeding into it, and then yeah. I was I was feeding into the negativity. But it's so hard. But and now that I don't post nothing, it's like you can't okay. bother me there's because nothing there's nothing about. to talk about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, but but clapback season is fun though. You have to admit. So, listen, sometimes you got <laughs> to remind them that listen, I have feelings too. Like, yeah, and right. if you piss me off or make me feel some type of way, I will say something to you. Like, mm-hmm. because it is in me. Yes. And. I am extremely disrespectful when it comes to that point, but I don't want to be taken out of character. Exactly. So I just don't put too much out there. Yes. I keep it neutral. So on a lighter note, um, I'm so glad that we are doing this brunch. And it's, yeah, you know, this so is not excited. just not just for promo, but as a bigger picture, because I felt like when we met, you know, it was on some morbid stuff. And not, you know, n- no disrespect to my friend, but you know, I, I have to I can't dwell on it, yeah. right? We have to live in the present and, you know, and continue to, like you said, bring positive vibes. And this has been the first event that we're doing together that isn't morbid. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's about celebration yeah. of life and all that and, and and all your new all your new endeavors, like this like your catering stuff. That's so amazing because, Thank you know, you. I'm pretty sure that people have told you how good your food is and then yeah. you should do X, Y, and Z. I know Chanel has talked about it numerous <laughs> Yo, times. Her seafood magazine She's like, you have to try Janelle's food. Yes. I'm like, I will. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. a lot of work. Um, I'm not going to lie. I You can ask my sister, like, there's some days where I just cry and I'm like, I'm ready to go back to a nine to five because it's so strenuous. Um, yes. There's days when I'm just standing up for days at a time for hours and my legs are swollen and my back i feel like i'm getting older and older every weekend (laughs) my back hurts my wrist hurts my arms hurt from stirring the pots 24 7 and it's it's a lot it's draining but then it's like i know i have a bigger purpose Mm -hmm. you know i know that there's so much more i want to do there's levels that i haven't even touched yet so it's like no you can't every time i even think to just give up and just keep it as a hobby is like no you almost there girl like yes. the opportunity every time i think somebody calls me with a different offer and i'm like okay see this is what i'm yes. trying to do this yes. is where i'm trying to go with it like if you give up now you might miss yeah. it all and you yeah. know what's funny because we have a friend shout out to tracy you know tracy from pace tracy guard yes. um tracy is also um if you listen to sway in the morning tracy g um is sway's co-host um tracy said to uh, uh said to me while i was pregnant and actually, I think a little, maybe it was a little bit after Chase was born. I don't remember. But she goes, she goes, Chanel, like, how do you, how do you still find your, you know, your, your hustle now that you're a mom? Because, you know, and especially Chase is so cute. Like, I would just want to say F it all and, you know, and just, you know, <laughs> stick into, you know, being a stock soccer mom and all of this or whatever. And I'm like, no, actually, it's the reverse like you really really find your hustle yeah. and you go it pushes ten, you go yes. you go 10 times harder There's you go so much time you have to. you don't have no you don't choice go to the bs events you anymore have to. you don't no go to you know things that aren't necessary there's so much clarity and you like now i have another one to yes. think about it's not just it me. makes you figure things out i think i think it does give you yeah. clarity you figure things yeah. out and you know like this is what i need to do for myself and my children because yeah. you got to take care of yourself 
And in order for you to take care of your children, you have to take care of you first. Yeah. So it does give you this motivation and this push mm-hmm. to keep driving yourself. Yeah. And like I was saying earlier, you know, you do give yourself more work because you just feel like you do have a yeah. bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there is a lot more layers that you do have to touch. And that and that's the bigger thing, you know, to bring it back to the question that you asked before, like what was the inspiration, mm-hmm. you know, for me, like I said, when I had lost my job and couldn't find the job that can go around my school schedule, it was like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I gotta do something, and yeah. I remember I made a joke, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm, I'm about to sell plates. plates. I remember that. <laughs> and I, my first, my first client came right off of Instagram, and she was like, "I might need you to start a little more earlier than you think." She was like, "I need some food," and she bought trays. Yeah. And then I'm like, "Wait, it's so much easier yeah. to just cater an event on the weekends or something yeah. than to sit here and hustle." Tra- plates every yeah. day yep. you know the plates is a slower process mm-hmm. the catering is the with, yep. where you just get the whole big bang yeah. and then you just <laughs> you just exactly. chill for the rest of the day <laughs> exactly. like you know it's it's obviously more work because you're cooking more yeah but the reward is bigger in the end of so and on know. the catering tip what what advice would you would you give to um, you know other moms out there that you know make those banging plates yeah. in the hood mm-hmm. and are thinking of doing something similar um well, definitely if you already make plates, I think it's a little more easier. And that's what I try to tell people. Start If you don't have, like for me, obviously, my IG was my biggest selling. Yeah, that mm-hmm. like, like that was my biggest promo outlet yeah. because I do have the followers. But for mm-hmm. people who don't have that, mm-hmm. right. I always tell them, you know, start with the place. Start with your friends, your family members. Mm-hmm. Let them spread the word. Yeah. Exactly. Cater their events. Make some business cards. Yeah. So when their friends and family come around and they want to know who made this, you did. Now mm-hmm. you start building a clientele. Yep. You know, and once you start getting that clientele, when I started, I literally was getting probably two orders a day now i have to turn down orders because it's too much for just me so it's like i'm sorry i'm already booked you know and it didn't take long for that to happen because there's quality in my work so it's not hard to be like okay i had your food at an event I need you. Right. Like I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And and definitely that mommy hustle is real. Absolutely, yeah. because you are fulfilling, you know, the dreams of yourself for one. Like and you, you know, said, your babies you are watching. Like mm-hmm. especially Absolutely. for me, my babies are grown, so it's like they really be who watching else is grown. gonna be the example? Exactly. You know, I can't preach to them to chase their dreams and go to college and do what it is, but I'm not doing that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, Fantasy, so yeah. even though. <laughs> It's funny because when I I need their help sometimes and I'm just like, come make these empanadas. Or come. They're like, I don't want to make no more empanadas. They're like, this is your dream, not ours. Like we don't cook. And I'm like, but y'all want some damn sneakers next week, right? right? You better make these empanadas or don't ask me for no money. And they be sitting there so miserable, but they making them empanadas because listen, my hands hurt. I need y'all help. Like, you know. And but, that's what I was going to ask you too. So like, as, because you're the the chef in the house are like how much um how much do not only do they help but do they you know cook on their own or is it like when because you cook so much because you cook so much like do y'all when it is time for it just to be y'all family meals is Mm -hmm. it more like takeout because y'all used to i cook during the week too Mm -hmm. um i could and and that's that's the crazy part because my schedule is so crazy like I have a full-time schedule in school. Mm-hmm. So I literally get up 6 o'clock in the morning, take my kids to school, rush to school myself my myself to be there at 8 in the morning, wow. 
come back around 10, 11 o'clock, pick my son up from school at 2.30 and my daughter, bring them home, cook dinner, go back to school for 5 o'clock classes. I don't get out till 10. Then I'm getting home at 10.30. I have to make sure homework is done. Make sure the house is clean. Like, I don't get to watch. My DVR is full with shows that I haven't been able to catch up (laughs) on. Then the weekend comes. By Thursday, by Wednesday, Thursday, I'm prepping for the Mm -hmm. weekend. So it's just like constant overload. So on the days when I'm just like, I'm tired. I am not Mm -hmm. cooking today. They're like, but we're hungry. Listen, I have taught y'all the basics. Right. Y'all know (laughs) how to make. My oldest daughter cooks. Like she knows how to make pretty much everything that I can make for the most part. So I'm like, start some rice, start some beans, (laughs) get some chicken out, season it. Right. And. I love it because she is at a point where she can, where they are, they are independent. So I love coming home at 10 o'clock from school and I got a home cooked meal that yeah, I ain't have to girl. cook. <laughs> I get tired. And, and I, I, I definitely can, am chasing Elias grow up a little bit faster. Exactly. <laughs> that sounds I definitely great. admire that because I have to say that my, because, you know, my mom, I want to say was always like the working mom and whatnot. And she was, I don't want to say forced to know how to cook, but you know, when you grow up from that Caribbean household that, you know, the, the women are expected, yeah. you know, to cook yeah. and all that. And my mom didn't really so want that the for Puerto us. Rican household. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so my mom didn't really want that pressure for us. And I feel like it kind of hindered us in a way because mm-hmm. then now that I'm older, it's like now I'm starting to learn how to cook, and it's like oh, I shouldn't. You know yeah. what I mean? Like been Chanel's no. talking about herself. She's Miss Princess Princess over here. That's why <laughs> she just now learn how to cook. I mean, I know the basics, yeah. but I'm definitely not like loving to cook. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm no Janelle. You know? I mean, I like. Cooking, <laughs> I know the I'm basics. I'm not the best at it, but yeah. I like it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I tell people all the time, the internet is. So our best tool ever created Mm -hmm. um you know and people ask me all the time like oh how do you learn to do certain things i literally self-taught i didn't go to school for this i didn't have someone in the kitchen with me saying this is what you do this Mm -hmm. is what you don't do like i was literally a little kid watching my mother Mm -hmm. started experimenting in her kitchen at nine years old she'll come home and want to curse me out because <laughs> i done made some mushy rice and some salty beans but i was trying so as time went That's on i've learned to you know just do things in my own way mm-hmm. um for me it's all about experimenting the, the best you can learn is through hands-on trial and error you know go in your kitchen make get a recipe off of youtube pinterest is my best friend uh-huh. i gather so many recipes off of it and then i just take a little bit from different ones and yeah. i make it into my own mm-hmm. so that way now when i taste it it's like okay it next time you can put a little bit of this or, or maybe yeah. a little bit of that is less like every time i make a macaroni and cheese i literally do it a little different than the last i don't know how many people notice i don't want to hear that but i it's like sometimes (laughs) i I need much much sometimes i like add something or i'll come across a new recipe that says to do something that like now that's interesting like the new one Mm -hmm. 
my new macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. is so much better. I'm not hating on this. It's so much better right now. I can't even. For me, it's so much better because I learned how to season it different. I learned different like melting techniques. Mm-hmm. One thing I never knew until looking it up, I never knew that block cheese melts different than shredded cheese because there's a chemical in shredded cheese that keeps it from sticking together. Oh. So it doesn't melt the same way. And I yeah. always wondered why every time I use yes. bag shredded cheese, yes. it looks nasty on top. I'm like, <laughs> why is it melting like this? And I figured and it know. out. So no go. more bags of shredded cheese for me. I'll uh, shred it myself. As, as my husband just made the Easter Mac cheese with some, with some shredded, shredded one. cheese. He's like, I'm not great. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. At least he did it. That's a big step. Yes. I'm, I need somebody to make me some mac and cheese. We're, we're going to do a video uh, um, cook off with y'all mac and let's, cheese. Let's get to it. But looking show him forward some things. to this, I really <laughs> am looking forward because the amount of time Chanel has talked about your food, Yo, it, like, it's to the point I'm where I'm, I'm like, I'm event planning for, uh, for an event for a client, and I was like, nope, we gotta use Janelle. <laughs> I know. Oh God, I can't wait to talk about that. I have like so many little ideas in the back of my head, and I'm literally like everything that i'm about to do is going to be a first yeah because i don't usually do finger foods and hors d'oeuvres i do mm-hmm. like yeah main courses so i'm so excited to finally have an event something that i can do this for because i've been wanting let me yeah. tell you the rule about being chanel's friend <laughs> the rule is that you will be working because i put all my <laughs> friends to work i am delegator oh look at jojo oh, no. over here let me He's tell you <laughs> the next couple of events i have Every time somebody says how many people, they're like, "Oh, just a hundred and something," and I'm like, "Oh, oh just just a hundred and okay. something." Like, yeah, that just means tons yeah, and tons of trees of food. <laughs> that is a lot of mouths, but yeah. I got it. Yes. I will figure so, it out. So, just a reminder: remind the people where we. May 12th, our pre-Mother's Day brunch. The day before Mother's Day, don't come on Mother's Day. Yes, because we won't be there. you will be very disappointed. you be there by yourself. Yes, at, at, <laughs> at Embassy exactly. Lounge. And the Queen. food will be gone before. Yes. <laughs> and then it's going to be at Embassy Lounge, Long Island City. Yes, which is in Queens for those of you who are not in the area. Yes. Uh, that's, you can get your tickets at mommycast.com forward slash events. Yes, and we have Hot 97's DJ E Styles who's going to be there. Yeah. And we have great giveaways from Dream Kids. We're giving away free birthday parties. We're giving away spa packages. We're yes. giving away manis and petties. We're oh. giving away books. We're giving away so many Gift good cards things. to a bunch of boutiques, yes. mommy clothes, and baby clothes. Mm-hmm. Y'all, nice. Y'all just mm-hmm. need to be there. Yes. I think I just want to be in a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like fun. Yes, <laughs> and we'll have some special guests too, but I don't want to ruin it. So yes, just yes. come to see us, and you'll yes. be surprised. So, yes. and sure. we're and bigger than that. That that brunch is the, the brunch launch yes. of season two of yes. Mommy Cat. We will be broadcasting live from Embassy Lounge. Nice. Yes. So that'll be our very first episode of season and two. Season two will have. A bunch of different experts as well as different guests, you know, giving some more insight on some deeper topics about this whole mommy journey. And, it's a lot of work, y'all. Yes. And it will be on video. Not all episodes will be video, but um, the... Have quite a few. Yeah, quite a few. And you'll be able to check those out on the site. It'll be at amamicast.com forward slash videos. You can see YouTube. our face some more. Yeah. I know you like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Thank Nelly, you so much, Nelly, for, for joining me. us. Thank you. We appreciate it so much.
And we're looking forward to that food. Yes. yes. May 12th. May 12th. Until next time, guys. This is the Mommy Cast. Maters.